Organizations don't get healthy on accident and healthy leaders intentionally are leading them there. Let me say that again. Organizations don't get healthy on accident. Healthy leaders intentionally lead them there. That means that healthy leaders don't get there on accident. Their practices must get them there. Let me say that again. Healthy leaders don't get there on accident. Their practices lead them there. Welcome back to our newly named Stay Forth Leadership Podcast. Same great content, same kind of leaders we're going to bring on here, same focus on you getting healthy so that you can be an effective leader and eventually you can be an impactful leader. But we've got a little bit of a different take on it this year. We're going to continue to take some risks. We're going to continue to experiment with different types of content, but you'll notice that we're going to be very brief this year. And that's one of these episodes today where we are going to be brief and we're going to try to add as much value in as little amount of time as possible. We want to be real. We want to be practical. But most of all, we want this for you to actually be able to apply it, to be able to change your life, be able to change your practices, your rhythms, and your decisions, not just to get more information. There's tons of great information out there, and we don't want to just be more of that. We want to be an opportunity to practice something new and actually change your life in leadership. I want to make a bold prediction. I believe that 2023 is the year of the healthy organization. Now, I don't believe that every organization is going to get healthy this year. What do I mean? Healthy organizations will win this year over unhealthy organizations. Unhealthy organizations will lose ground. Many of them will even cease to exist. And healthy organizations will continue to gain credibility. People are looking for healthy cultures that they want to be part of right now. People are looking around behind the scenes for jobs. Maybe some of you listening are looking around behind the scenes for jobs and the next career that you can make a difference in. People are tired of being abused in leadership, being taken advantage of, being just cared about as the next number, and people want to be part of healthy organizations, healthy relationships, healthy teams, and ultimately ones that can go the distance. Now, let me give you a reminder. Healthy organizations are led by healthy leaders, period. Organizations don't get healthy on accident, and healthy leaders intentionally are leading them there. Let me say that again. Organizations don't get healthy on accident. Healthy leaders intentionally lead them there. That means that healthy leaders don't get there on accident. Their practices must get them there. Let me say that again. Healthy leaders don't get there on accident. Their practices lead them there. So to put that all together, essentially, it all comes down to healthy practices. Not good ideas or lofty goals, but actual healthy practices that we can repeat regularly. They get into our bloodstream. They create our rhythms on a daily, weekly, even moment-by-moment basis. It all rises and falls on the healthy practices that we have. Now, you got a lot of goals. Your organization's got a lot of goals. That's normal. That's good. We talk a lot about goal setting that actually works here on the podcast. But beyond just a good idea or a lofty goal is this. Can you and will you regularly put it into practice? That's what I truly care about. And I believe that there are practices for every 
healthy leader. Now I'm going to call these non-negotiable practices for healthy leaders. And here is a list. I'm going to explain them a little bit, move through them pretty quickly. Non-negotiable healthy practice number one is moving from a reactive to a proactive posture. You want a healthy organization, you want a healthy team, you've got to play wise offense. Now, this is the keystone of all these other changes. The sustained changes, they will not happen by looking around and asking, what does this moment require? They're actually looking ahead and saying, what is the next moment, the next week, the next month, the next quarter, the next season? We call that proactive living, a proactive posture. The next non-negotiable practice is this, prioritizing personal and team growth. Now, if we start with that proactive posture, we're looking ahead to the future, making changes in advance, we actually have to prioritize personal and team growth. Now, everybody may say that they want to be healthy and their team wants to be healthy. Everybody says, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to feel great. Uh, and I want to look fit and trim this year. But how many people actually look ahead, prioritizing their schedule that hour that they need to go to the gym three times a week? That's very, very different. When you bolster the health of the leader, it creates trust among the team. It creates results. And ultimately, that creates longevity so that you can stay in your role. You can keep doing good and creative work over time. Now, let me give you an example. What do I mean by this? Prioritizing personal and team health. Our Stay Forth team just finished a mandated two-week break. I said to our team, I don't want to be a jerk here, but you guys have to take two weeks off. We pushed hard this last year. We had new opportunities. We experimented. We innovated. We tried a lot of things. In short, we had a lot of change last year, which means that we were tired and we needed to take a break. And here's the reality, guys. I care more about our team starting the year healthy than a little bit of extra December revenue. We made that choice ahead of time. We were proactive about that. We prioritized it. And because of that, we saw great results. And our team is coming back ready to go. We're on the same page. And we're really starting fresh in many ways this year. Non-negotiable practice number three for healthy leaders, remembering the complexity pain, and trauma we've all been through. Let me say that again. We have to remember the complexity, pain, and trauma we've all been through. Just like I looked back at the year and realized that our team needed a break, we need to look back at the last three years and realize we have been through a lot. Guys, don't forget, we've taken many hits. We don't just bounce back to normalcy from that. We have been through so many issues that have really worn us down. And if we forget that perspective and we think, oh, we're ready to run really, really fast, It'd be like a football player waking up the next day from a game and training as hard as they can. Their body is beat up from all the hits, all the tackles, and they need to rest. So we can't forget where we've come from. We've got this phrase we use a lot at Stay Forth. You can't make progress until you make sense. Another way to say that, you can't really push toward change and innovation if you don't know all that you've been through to get there. Non-negotiable practice number four is rebuilding trust by creating safety. We must rebuild trust by creating safety. Now, you think about this, guys. Consistency will be currency in this season. Consistency will be currency in the season. Why do I say that? Well, consistency in general breeds credibility. 
if you are consistent, then eventually people will take you seriously. That isn't just an idea to use the gym analogy. Again, they don't just talking about, you know, talk about going to the gym or think it's cool or noble or go for three hours, one time a week. Like they actually go to the gym, make it a regular part of their life, see results and continue to invest there. That's worthy of respect. But psychological safety allows teams to risk and stretch. Let me say the negative and then I'll say the positive. No trust equals no safety equals no risks, which will produce no growth. Let's flip that around. When we create trust, then we can create safety. Then we can create risk. And with risk, we can get to growth. But we can't get to growth without building that pathway from trust to safety to risk to growth. We must rebuild trust right now by creating safety. What's the pathway to safety? I believe it's to, it's through consistency. Non-negotiable practice number five, slowing down decisions. Slowing down decisions. This will create better choices when we slow down the decision. This also will lessen the fear and lessen the conflict. I wonder how many times we find conflict because we simply didn't slow down to explain ourselves or slow down to make a wise decision. We say it a different way. I wonder how many bad decisions that end up having bad consequences for our team, our organization, our family, how many bad decisions we could avoid by simply slowing down so we can make a better decision. Our right side up journal is built on this concept. This idea, let's slow down. Now I slow down first thing in the morning and I look at the day and I zoom out and make those decisions ahead of time, but I slowly make those decisions for the day. We do the same at the end of the week where we look back at last week, but then we slow down. We look at the decisions slowly before the week begins instead of as they're coming down the pike at us. Non-negotiable practice number six, assessing ourselves and our teams regularly. What do I mean by that? Well, if we can design simple mechanisms to assess ourselves and our teams, we can find out how we're actually doing. And then we can make those necessary tweaks before burnout or flame out occur. What do I mean by this? Well, let me give you an example. Every coaching session that I start, maybe 90% of them, I start with two assessment questions. What's your energy level right now? One to 10. What's your energy level? One to 10. Somebody says a three. That's very different than if they say an eight. And I'm going to ask, whoa, what's going on if it's out of three? There's something going on behind that. And the second assessment question is, what's your encouragement level? One to 10, what's your encouragement level? Again, a leader who's at a three on both of those is very different than a leader that's at an 8.5. And I want to know what's going on behind the scenes so that the context of who they are and where they're at can actually determine the course of that session, the course of their next week, the course of their goals. But if we don't slow down and actually assess ourselves, how are we doing? How are our teams doing? Then we don't actually know how to live into that. We may need to, due to assessment, slow down. We may, due to assessment, need to speed up and harness that energy. This may be a moment or an opportunity to take advantage of or a moment or an opportunity to slow down and care for them. Non-negotiable practice number seven, cultivating connection before you create more content. Man, there is such a huge focus on content. So many leaders that I talk with, even some of them that I'm coach, I'm coaching, their goal for this year is create more content because we believe the right content is always going to yield the right results. 
I just don't believe that that's true. That could be true in the right case with the right content, the right people placed at the right timing, but we have to slow down on the information flow to focus on building relationships. Remember that the content is going into ears of people that are humans that have been through a lot that have dreams and goals and they have a heartbeat and they have a family and they have things going on besides just the content. This isn't bots that we're trying to develop. This isn't, uh, you know, the, the idea that we are trying to create. This is actually about the people that we want this idea to deeply impact. People don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. Remember that old adage? And when they know that we care, it's interesting, like a flower that opens to the sunlight. They're open to hear. But information alone does not change lives. To see transformation, we have to see some kind of connection. And then there has to be some kind of application. So don't just think about information. First, think about connection. Then think about application. Then true content can continue to shape. But it's so important, friends, is that to remember is that we have been through information overwhelm. We are overwhelmed on information. And this is making us numb to all of the content that's out there. Thousands of messages a day, maybe tens of thousands that we're taking in from all around us. And we're just numb to them. We just shut them out. We have full inboxes, full brains, full of soaking in social media and flipping and scrolling and all these kind of things. People are hungry for connection. So I want to invite you this year to cultivate connection before you create more content. In fact, when you cultivate connection, then you are going to have the opportunity to write great content. That's where the content here on this podcast comes from, because we believe in you. We believe in leaders like you. We coach leaders like you. They trust us with information. Now we want to curate that and pass that on. Why? Because we want to help because your calling matters. Your family matters. We don't just want you to not burn out. We want you to live and lead from your unique design. We want you to be effective as a leader. We want you to be impactful. We want you to have a huge dent on this world. Non-negotiable practice number eight is leading through coaching. We want you to lead through coaching. Now, of course, a coach would say that, but beyond that, whether you are ever a professional coach or not, and most of you listening will not become professional coaches or see a dollar from it, every leader can become more coach-like. Well, the essence of coaching is about asking great questions, about drawing from their well within and pulling that out of them, not putting something new into them, but pulling that out of them. I believe people have genius inside them, but it needs to be coaxed out, needs to be pulled out. Teaching and management, do they still have a place? Of course. But coaching those around you into greater growth will win the day this year and will win people's hearts in the meantime. Coaching is transformative. It literally helps people change their thinking, their ideas, their stuckness, their patterns, and sees new possibility. It's empowering. It's giving somebody else the opportunity to help change their life versus telling them what they should do. It's inviting them into change. At the end of this podcast, I'll ask you a question. And I believe that question has the power to change your life more than all of these non-negotiable practices that we're sharing. Coaching also forces discernment. It forces people to think about what they truly believe, not just what somebody else tells them. Coaching is beautiful because people are far more likely to hit goals that they have shared, that they have designed, that they have committed to than ones that other people just tell them that they need to. Coaching that out of them, asking development goals 
you're going to see way better responses than telling people goals that they need to hit just because they work at that company. People are tired of being told what to do. And leading through coaching is pulling that out, say, I care about what you think, I'm listening, and then when you share those things, I'm going to hold you accountable to those things, but the things that you've shared, and we get to coach those out, we see far greater results, and oh yeah, we see life change for them in the meantime. Everybody wins when we lead through coaching. The last non-negotiable practice, practice number nine, is designing meaningful experiences. Again, because of information overload, we have so much info coming at us, we have a shrinking attention span. The rise of decentralized teams has created um, some loneliness in us. We've been through a hard season and people are hungering for these rich experiences. Now, both in person and online, we can create an experience online. We just finished uh, finished out the year by creating this 15-day sprint that we call the Effective sprint the effective gathering together online, which we are now doing. And you guys should totally jump in to this. You can see it over at stayforth.com is a whole semester. It's an effective quarterly cohort. We're going to run this each quarter. And essentially it is, if you want to get healthy in your life and leadership, we've designed this meaningful experience that stair steps literally from stage one all the way to stage 12. And we're in 12 weeks going to go through this process. We cannot wait. It is not just content. We're not just throwing you content, although that's helpful. It's just not enough. It's a meaningful experience. And we believe that every leader can design meaningful experiences. This rich hunger right now. People want experiences, not just information. Now, growth gets cemented during experiences. We literally remember stuff for the rest of our lives, because we were there with our five senses. Change solidifies and becomes more powerful, not just something that we committed to or was told to us, but we actually experienced that. It's far more likely to take and stay long-term. And we also, we we just don't forget it. We don't forget those moments, and we're going to associate that change for a long time with that moment, that experience. And I believe the future lies in experiences. And I believe that these nine practices can actually help you to be able to cement and design these meaningful experiences in people's minds. I just want to leave you with a question. I know all nine of those, that's a lot, but the reality is that it's going to come down to something that you need to activate. Which of these nine non-negotiable practices do you need to activate right now? Which of these nine non-negotiable practices do you need to activate right now? I'm going to share those one more time to close out the podcast. Moving from a reactive to a proactive posture. Prioritizing personal and team health. Remembering the complexity, pain, and trauma we've all been through. Rebuilding trust by creating safety. Slowing down decisions assessing ourselves and our teams regularly, cultivating connection before you create more content, leading through coaching, and designing meaningful experiences. Which of these do you need to activate right now? So long.